Hey everyone, welcome to Aftertaste and welcome to our first Halloween movie roundtable. I'm here today with Drake Kemp. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Doing good. You excited about this movie? Uh, Absolutely. Right. And then Chelsea, Chelsea Rodriguez, you're always here with me. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing great. Now that that small talk's out of the way, um, we're talking about the movie, the 2016 South Korean release of Train to Busan. Is that how it's pronounced, Busan? I think it's Busan, Busan. But, but you can't quote me on that because I'm going to yeah, mess up we're put, all of these. We're putting this out there right now. We are not South Korean. We've never been to South Korea. And we probably will screw up some of these names, but the problem is this film was so great that I find it disrespectful that we're going <laughs> to screw it up. So oh, yeah. we're putting that out there right now. But Train to Busan was a South Korean release in 2016. It shattered. It actually shattered a lot of records. I was just looking it up. It, it made the most money in its first week of pretty much any release in South Korea. So people love this film. Um, me and Chelsea, we watched this uh, like last week for yeah. the first time yeah. on Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Sang Hong Young. And it's got a lot of actors that are well known in South Korea. Obviously, we haven't um, experienced a lot of them here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the actors, which was the guy who kind of uh, <laughs> can't, remember, can't pronounce the names. Um, you know, him. was it Young? No, that was the bad guy. Anyway, I'll figure it out. But he's uh, he's been there's been a couple this guy. <laughs> Apparently, his American stage name is Don Lee. I think Don Lee. Okay, he's been in a quite a few movies here that uh, might be he's been in the movie. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are we talking? Uh, are we talking, Mister Muscles? Yeah, yeah. Muscles. Oh, yes, he's my he favorite great. character. He was my favorite character as well, <laughs> uh, um, Mister Muscles. <laughs> but just to kind of talk a little bit about the film, this is the story of a. A father who's kind of a not-so-great dad. You kind of get that feel at the beginning of the movie. And his daughter, who just kind of doesn't want to be there. He he buys her a Wii for the second Christmas in a row, it looks like. Um, it was just a real bummer. I had, as somebody who had my dad buy me the same exact CD Walkman two years in a row, I have the same feel, and I understand where they were going. Sorry if that went deep. Sorry, Dad. Be better next time. Um, <laughs> but so she just wants to go to see her mother in Busan. I'm going to go with Busan. as the, the Busan or Busan? Change it every time. Great. Basin. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he finally breaks down. He says, all right, we're going to go see your mom. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. And so they get on this train. And then stuff happens, right? Some real, <laughs> yeah. real, um, rough some stuff. real stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, they're on the train there, and it's uh, kind of like the trope in uh, every zombie movie I've ever watched. You see the little tiny details that they massively put in there. It is like, oh, something's going wrong with mm-hmm. the social aspect of it. People are getting sick. Oh, there, here comes ambulance. Here comes things. Something's going wrong. It's mm-hmm. little tiny things. And this movie didn't beat you over the head with it, which I really enjoyed as well. Should we talk about the 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 like the pre-credits thing, like the the zombie deer? Did you guys forget about that? Because uh, I, I it forgot one, about it's it one until that I over, the rewatch. It's one that I overlooked. <laughs> um, I, I, here's the thing. Oh, and by the way, guys, this this is going to have spoilers in it. It's two thousand sixteen film. Go watch it. Available right now on Netflix. Mm. Netflix changes all the time. Depends on how you when you watch this, but go check it out. It's real good. Um, but yeah, the opening scene, it, you can't really tell where the film's going mm-hmm. at that point. You can't tell if I it's going to I was hoping be... for so many more zombie animals. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> tell if this was going to go... 
Like a Zombievers. Uh, yeah, you can tell there's going to be Zombievers. Have you ever seen Zombievers yet? I haven't. Zombie Beavers. That's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. And you can't tell if it's going to go that way with it or if it's going to go a well-made movie, obviously. You can't tell because <laughs> this guy's driving, hits a deer, deer dies. And then he does like a weird like eight-legged freaks looking thing. And like jumps right back up. It is intense. Mm. That that effect is super cool though. Like, yeah. like I if I remember correctly, one of the zombies in like the second train station does the same thing and yes, it looks it so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is scary. Like I said, it is scary. It, at that point it was hard to tell though, like if it was gonna yeah. go campy or if it was gonna be Yeah. And it it surprised me because the <laughs> movie didn't go the way of zombievers. And I could tell that pretty much right away by this 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 podcast is endorsed by uh, or sponsored by zombievers <laughs> yes man i don't remember a damn thing about that movie except that Blu-ray. i watched it <laughs> no it's not on blu-ray i promise you that <laughs> no they wouldn't even put that in the five dollar dvd bin at the walmart yeah. but yeah it, you could tell by the gravitas of the plot and the acting of it it was so above and beyond most zombie movies out there mm-hmm. it had the more of a feel of the the actors and the plot of like the beginning of like 28 weeks later or days later mm-hmm. that type of plot development whereas you see movies like i don't know like a day of the dead like the, the re-remake and stuff like that yeah b-list zombie movies that don't put that character plot like like the stuff like you see on like a sci-fi channel yeah the the, the fear net stuff yeah, yeah there 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 are some elements like that that were a little little cheesy a little campy and yeah. and i think i think like at least a few of them kind of felt all right just because like maybe it was like a cultural thing mm-hmm. like uh the baseball team ah, like yeah. like like the whole baseball team sequence uh sequences i guess yeah they were around yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. those those the like 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 the like the relationships with them like very early on were mm-hmm really really can't like not 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 campy but it was it was it very much felt like a like a like almost like schlocky 80s nonsense the way that it was it was mixed a little bit of the 80s schlocky nonsense with like a a three stooges almost it was a weird feel well well, that's well that's what i'm what i'm like trying to get at was was that like the like that whole setup was just kind of there because it had to be and it seemed like the movie was just like all right look Movie's got to like like we, we got to establish that, this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. None of these people are going to be alive by the end of this. Don't even pay attention. Oh, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that one guy makes it pretty far. <laughs> he made it pretty far. Yeah, it's pretty far. Yeah, he he would have made it farther if he didn't have love on his side. So <laughs> we're just throwing that out there. Just leave her. She was already infected. Yeah. Um, go watch the movie. That's uh, the that's that's like that cultural thing I'm 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 telling you about. Yeah. Like like. There's a, there's like, like you see that a lot in like anime where like, where like a main character will do something that, mm. that like you and I definitely wouldn't do, no. yeah. but he, but like for the sake of, you know, honor or love or, or whatever other pillar he's, mm-hmm. he's going to do that thing, even if it sucks or makes things harder. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, obviously there's, there's a lot of that in like Western culture too, but, uh, uh yeah, it, it just, the, the, like there, there was like a rigidity to it that, mm. uh, that you don't see often yeah. in our slasher movies no it's, it's definitely something that somebody from the western audience we don't see that in a lot of films but it felt okay yeah right yeah they, they obviously they have a certain way of making things over there that we are not accustomed to <laughs> but it's almost refreshing when we see it yeah right 
I, but I feel like it. Ha- this movie obviously had its campy moments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, I think it earned the right to do those. More Absolutely. than anything. Like, if, it, if this movie sucked, it would have just been camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they could just point, well, it's a campy zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But this movie was so well made that, I mean, it earned every single cheesy moment. It, it All those, the, uh, the, the trope of guy you can't kill... <laughs> In every, it's in every zombie movie, right? Yeah. But they earned the they earned the right to have those characters, and they mm. worked so well. You couldn't kill that villain guy, right? He just I know. finds his way into a bathroom somewhere. I just wanted him um, so bad. Get his come up. It's so early. Should, should we should we do like more, like a more comprehensive blow by blow, or do we just want to get like free form? I don't like, know. I was do we just, just want to talk about whatever we liked? Cause... I mean, I, it's up to. I mean. Because dude, dude locked in the bathroom was a super fun scene. Yeah, uh, especially with the way he got out. Oh, <laughs> when he pushed that one okay. guy, uh, it's like the coast is the clear. Coast is clear. Uh, uh, Whoosh! Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, but yep. Basically, for the people who haven't seen this film, we're gonna freestyle it a little bit. There's gonna be heavy spoilers, mm-hmm. but they they're on this train ride to Busan. Things start going south. They're watching the news, and then violence breaks out in mm-hmm. one of the furthest front. That's actually a big plot point of the movie. One of the furthest front train, uh, and then they they sort of isolate it by realizing these zombies are kind of, they're kind of dumb. They can't really see in the dark and stuff. So, <laughs> um, they and it's the first time ever in the history of cinema that paper mache has saved anybody. So <laughs> that was good. Just look how quickly <laughs> she a, thought of hold that. on newspaper. Whoosh, good, <laughs> good stuff. We're good. fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, so from there they they the conductor tries to find a safe port to stop in, mm-hmm. and communications isn't great with the first stop. They think it's fine. The second stop, they think that it's actually a military stop, mm-hmm. which at one point it probably was. It looked um, like it definitely was <laughs> it for a while. For a little while, and then it ends up that Busan is that the, it's their final destination. So. It's kind of got the, the the level feel of a video game trope a little bit, where you go from one spot to the one spot to the one spot. But each spot has a certain different aspect to it. Mm. So the first stop was at the uh, the one that had the baseball team issue, right? Where they basically were like, everybody off, this is a good spot. Yeah, that's when they um, were going down the escalators. That's where they're going down. The, no, that was the train. That oh, was the, the military Oh, yeah, train. sorry about that. Yeah. I, like... I can't remember. Was there only two stops that they had? It was the I, military stop and then... I, yeah, because I think, I think that, like... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Oh, well, all right, we're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I only remember the, the, uh, and, and granted, you guys saw it more recently than I did, but yeah. the, the, the military... Uh, uh, zone yeah. was was the only like other stop that I remember concretely that and then the stop past that was the one where their train just got derailed. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's 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 right. Um, but yeah, so but the, yeah, but, but the but the there there were like two different groups in in that in that sequence. Like everyone kind of like mm-hmm. split up or then got split up. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that spooky guy. That just which one. <laughs> The, the the doomsdayer guy who just 
survived the whole movie oh, for the most yeah. part. <laughs> he just limped along saying like a certain line that didn't actually ever once like correlate to a plot point. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was just a doomsdayer that somehow like, got lucky every, the whole every, time. Every, yeah, every movie needs like like the like the guy who yeah. who has like all the cryptic lines and all the uh, like like well, he he kind of served a double purpose. He was yeah. he was the uh, um you know, he was like the gas station guy from Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was also the like the you know the the drifter who nobody trusts yeah. who ends up being like the most bought like the ride or die of ever, of anyone. Yeah. yeah, he was great. He was yeah. I really liked him. I I just like the fact though that it's like really like he didn't serve, he didn't like nothing he was. It's not like they brought back a line that he was saying. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's like wow, this is pivotal to the plot. Mm-hmm. He's just a dude out of his mind. Yeah. He just got traumatized by watching like an entire town get eaten by a zombie. You could yeah. you could have replaced all of his dialogue with like somebody just giving a dry read synopsis of the movie Bright, and it would have been like <laughs> oh, just as appropriate. I hate Joel Egerton's face, <laughs> even in ogre form. Either way, we're gonna continue with this topic. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I enjoyed that character. He, his ending was also very very heroic. But, yeah. Like, just the fact that he didn't have much, like, except for he was a drifter stating lines and mm. somehow didn't get eaten, even though <laughs> he's another one of the invincible characters yeah. who yeah. get, like, in one of the scenes where they were crossing the train to save the survivors, mm. he just, like, fell down and cowered in, a, like, a, oh, and, yeah. the fetal position and then just, like, all right, well, I guess we're going to save him somehow. I guess he's going to do that. And we're all like, <laughs> all right, he's going to die. That's fine. Yeah. And then he stepped on a sprite can that... <laughs> it's his fault um so he i'm getting sidetracked sorry this movie had a lot to it there, um, there was a lot going on and and all of it worked really, almost all of it worked incredibly well yeah the the scene at the military zone was very um artistically shot as well they used the the, the mirrors they used the glass they used the angles of the escalator scene very well mm-hmm. Um, I especially liked it because they it had a panning shot down towards the end, mm-hmm. and then you you see you start to see the zombies emerge. Yeah, I thought that so was really good. artistically that was very well done. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, and then you know, I I like the line. I don't I don't think they said it, but I think one of us was like, "Oh no, they're gonna have to run doubly fast." Go back up the. And there was only one person that was smart enough to save them and throw them over the edge, so yeah. they didn't have to run doubly fast. Yeah. It was Hulk Man. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Because yeah, he because he, he was trying to save his pregnant wife. Yeah, he's try, uh, his mm-hmm. name is Sang Hua. Like it's, he needs to be heard more. Um, he he was, he was my he was favorite. he was one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, far he... and above things like like when they had like that big dramatic suit up scene every like you know baseball yeah. kid gets his bat and his shield <laughs> this dude's just like nah man i got my i got my mitts let's no. do this yeah taping up my arms i'm doing this yeah he, do whatever you want he fell he fell straight out of the yakuza video games like yeah absolutely <laughs> he he was a driving force for the character development mm-hmm. the plot he was he was awesome man. yeah like he he was amazing with his wife and the kid relationship there, building yeah. the plot between a father and a daughter, mm-hmm. letting her know there is still hope, and kind of being the the binding bond between the father and the daughter throughout mm-hmm. the film. He he was also kind of like 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 the early moral center of of the survivors because yeah. for, for the longest time our protagonist was 
still just he was kind very of like, passive. He was, very. he was just, he was both passive and he was like a scummy money man. Like yeah. like that was his that was his background and 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 that was it. And we've yeah. got this guy who really literally just dresses him down like like yeah. like you're bad for all of these you're a reasons. Bad dude, and I kind of saw him as like the audience point of view character as well. Yeah. Everybody kind of saw themselves as that guy, right? Yeah cool suave know what's going on yeah. you know right from wrong punching zombies you know punching zombies we can, look we can we can only hope that we all have like like the like the inner resolve to lift a zombie and use it to <laughs> oh, hold man. other zombies at bay oh my god this movie has the gall <laughs> to, obviously this movie goes in and out of believability when it comes to some things, uh-huh. but they have the gall to kill a character that's so. I love this character. Yeah, and I thought this character that's was why gonna. He had to I go, know that's know, the man. problem. That is the like. problem with that. But he went out with such like, man, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you. Know, God, I, I'm missing an entire part of this. Finally, story. giving his daughter a name. Yeah. Telling our protagonist to take care of. Everybody, and then just eating the sacrifice was God. so dope. Like we've seen, we've seen the noble sacrifice thousands of times, but I've never been so actually hyped while watching it. Yeah, like yeah, I was, was soaked. God, it was it was Rob Van Dam frog splash from the top of Hell in a Cell, <laughs> and, and Hell in a Cell 07. But I will say that just to go back a little bit to what happened with the plot of the story. Mm-hmm. Basically they get off the military zone, they get back on and the survivors are scattered at this point. They mm-hmm. couldn't get back on the train. Yeah. Um, all in the same spot. Some people, most of the people, anybody cared about the pregnant one, uh-huh. uh, the kid, the doomsdayer and, uh, the conductor's bitch. I forget what his name was. The, the, the villainous guy who was like yeah. the corporate guy. Yeah, yeah. Who had like the conductor guy who was like saying, okay, and then making all the decisions. Yeah. Right. I forget who. Because they were like on the train because then like our. They other... were all together in that bathroom, right? The, yeah, yeah. Con- uh, there was, there was like conductor was a toady, but then there was all, but then there was like, I don't know if that guy was like an assistant to someone or something. Like, I think he was like the co conductor. He was like the guy that made all the. He's like the. Oh, no. He was just a. He was just like a, like a, like an usher, like a ticket taker. Like he was, he was Why straight did up just to walking- make all the decisions then i don't remember he was a heavy part of the movie it's like he'd say something he's like make it happen and he would like try to make it happen yeah oh i, th- I think we're talking about someone he's else he's like the blue suited cause... guy is what i'm talking about okay yeah the, like like that that dude he was I like think the was major conducted. mater d almost the mater like, d. <laughs> of the the train uh um yeah so they get separated mm-hmm. and then um basically the villain character of this movie he is a billionaire corporate-esque guy who mm. just wants to survive which is another trope in most horror films out there yeah only thinks about himself I, only thinks about himself and throughout the movie they do a really good job of making you just want to punch this guy in the face yes um it grows which is great yeah i mean he goes from a character where you just kind of when i first saw him i just thought he was going to be like a just one of those crappy corporate characters i didn't even see him as a villain right away yeah and the cool part of the movie is you start to build you start to see the build mm-hmm. of like well this guy this guy is starting to get sway and it's kind of like the mob mentality you can see the mob mentality build up in mm-hmm. this one character's eyes yeah and uh-huh. you can see he's getting power slowly getting power and the writing of the film was so strong that at the end you wanted to punch him in the face and punch everybody else in the face that followed which him. leads me to mm-hmm. this point right now where i say don't ever trust 
the nice old woman because. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, have either did either of you play Dead Rising like the I, first one? No, I I played like the first half of it. I really never got into Dead so, Rising, unfortunately. So, uh, when when the main character gets to the like the mall, it's already secured. Like they like they've they've locked it off or whatever. And the thing that that breaks containment is an old lady seeing her dog outside and, like, bull You know, I the think doors. I remember that, actually, yeah. I remember it, being really mad. Like, I, <laughs> I think like, that's why I stopped. That's, that <laughs> scene, like, I couldn't stop thinking about that moment in that in, in the uh, in the, the Train to Buscemi sequence. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> but, <laughs> but, obviously, like, you know, the, the Train to Busan version was... was yeah. You know, the, the Dead Rising one's played for laughs. The, yeah. the Train to Busan one is, like really touching like way more than it has than it like deserved to be yeah um but to, to get to this point basically we did talk about it they do go full avengers assemble yeah. um the cool guy the douchey dad and the baseball player they decide we're gonna suit up basically they have to get from point a which is on train cart i believe like number four or five to mm-hmm. train cart number three or two which is i don't know exactly how far but it's it's a video game leveling system in itself is there <laughs> yeah. where they have to go from one cart to one cart to one cart and uh, they figure out along the way that uh, these zombies I guess I don't know if it's that they can't see in darkness because it, like it's it seemed like they just went dormant disor- yeah they like, yeah. get like disoriented or something whereas like obviously they could still see but yeah they went all freaky they started shaking and stuff mm-hmm. they basically reacted to sounds yeah and they found that out and they have a whole amazing sequence where they're just body slabbing guys well the body the cool guy's just body slamming guys <laughs> him up the just... baseball player who's wielding a bat that's like definitely not a real baseball bat <laughs> a metal bat i don't know what they use in the korean baseball leagues but it definitely looked like a rubber bat a little bit um <laughs> it like wasn't proper size you were never gonna hit a baseball i know it was like bat. this big um and then the other guy is just pushing people around didn't, he, didn't he, he like a shield of some kind? Like, he he was the shield guy. He had a yeah. shield, I think maybe a baton at one point. Yeah, so he he, he picked up the bat when the uh, when the kid like dropped yeah, it, panicked and stuff. He he picked up the bat when he saw his uh, baseball buddy's team. That holy which was sh- also rough. That that scene that scene is so good yeah. when uh, uh like like when when Mister Muscles sees that that kid is totally not going to be able to handle this. He's just like he just like silently pushes past him. Like don't worry about a kid. We yeah, got this. I, I, yeah. Like I, I had like I already had so much respect for Muscles, but <laughs> God, yeah, just get out of the way. We'll take care yeah. of this. And, don't worry, kid. I mean, ultimately, ultimately he came. To and he yelped out a yeah. little bit, but only after they were all on the brink of dying, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so they get all the way there, and they they do get to the survivors amazingly somehow by figuring out these little tricks of the trade with the zombies. They mm-hmm. at one point take cell phones and throw it over there. And they call the cell phone. And <laughs> that really funny part where they talk about the guy's ringtone. Yeah, in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know funny. how to change it. I don't know how to change it. Yeah. Um, but they get them and they start to come back. They've they've figured out by now. And another thing, this movie is so well thought out. There was one point where there was a zombie crawling on the luggage carrier. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's so weird. Why would they do that? <laughs> yeah. And then later in the movie, it's like, yeah, they 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 crawl on the carrier to get out. So they place yeah. that in your head as a possibility. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a small thing there. Mm-hmm. But as they're there are couple, a lot of clever moments. There's a lot of cool moments in the movie. Uh, anyway, so they start coming back. They're they're basically running for their lives now because an entire three trains full of zombies are aware that they're they're <laughs> they're there now because they have to get they have about 
they had a two minute window, I think, in between tunnels. In between tunnels, so yeah. they, right. they had so much time. At a certain point, they just had to book it and go. But and, <laughs> and they get they basically get back to the end, and they still have a cell phone. And baseball guy calls a calls a girlfriend girl. I don't know her name. Um, <laughs> and says we're coming back. We and, sound like we don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of this whole situation. South Korean film. I'm sorry. But we're describing it the best we can. <laughs> I, I hope that people get the fact that we love this movie. It's not just like... Please see it. Go see Please it. It's see awesome. This movie. Yes. And I don't even just say that as like, go I see... I sincerely go see. hope they paused and watched it. Yeah, go watch it now. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not like I'm saying go watch a movie like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is cool but campy. Mm-hmm. Go watch this movie because it's a really good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a different thing. Don't just sit there on like... You could sit there on Halloween night and watch it. That's great. It's, That's great. You could do that. It's just a it's it's just a it's a by the numbers zombie movie. It's just that all the numbers it's are perfect. Yeah, They're flawless. It's really yeah. good. Um, so they get the phone call, and by this point, the villain of the the antagonist of the film has been building up this um, this mob mentality between the survivors. So basically, this guy figures out that oh, they're coming back and uh, decides to lock the door. Mm-hmm. So they they take their really strong garments <laughs> and they tie the door shut. Or they attempt to. They see the survivors running. And um, they get to the door. And basically, they're just not... Oh, they can't get in. And really cool guy. Forget his name. He which, heroically which cool sacrifices. Oh, Mr. Know. Muscles. Mr. Muscles. He's, he, he basically holds the door shut yeah. in a heroic effort of just... Um, you see the moment where it... Um, he He's holding the door shut with the help from Douche Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, douche Dad is his name. That's his thing. Douche Dad. Douche Dad. And um, he's just, um, he's struggling. They're not getting in. And mm-hmm. then you see him get bit on Yeah. Him, which is just, you're like, <sighs> no. And you, the thing is, <laughs> a little bit of like taking me out of the movie a little bit there. It With almost every other character got bit, the yeah. transformation was real fast. Oh, yeah. It was within like 10 seconds. And yeah. this was drawn out a little bit for sure. Oh, yeah. They, they did that intentionally. You could yeah. tell. Well, there, you had to give them. There, there, I, I, there are like four characters who get like, an hour long transformation. Yeah, there's there's you can tell. Can tell. there's the the woman who climbs on the train at the very beginning of the movie, like our our patient zero yeah. for our purposes. She got a long way. Yeah. There's Mr. Muscles. There's there's the the CEO scumbag. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like who gets that that was out that was bullshit. <laughs> that that guy legitimately was like a zombie, but he still had his consciousness. I know he was like life. coherent and, and everything. And and our protagonist all yeah. get all get like the longest transformation and it's fine Which is because fine. it's all done it. well. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But compared to like everyone else, it's like yeah. ten yeah. seconds. Ten seconds boom, they do zombie. the deer thing, they pop up. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he gets bit on the hand, it's crazy and um he toxifies himself by lumberjack carrying a, a zombie yeah. and just <laughs> holding them off. And, and then he turns to his wife and says the name of his child, which is a running statement throughout the film. Yeah. And they get in, because of course that's what happens in movies like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Despite how strong despite those garments how were. Despite how strong those garments were. We'll talk about those in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they get in there. They, they Mom mentality is basically say, you guys can't stay with us. We think you're infected. Mm-hmm. The guy knows they're not infected. He's turned the mob on them and said, you guys got to go to the front of the train. You got to stay in there. We'll stay in here. Lock him in the front of the train. So just the conductor will die, I guess. <laughs> um, very, very un... Um, Wasn't the conductor, like, locked into the, uh, like, locked into his booth? 
He was locked like, in. Like, like if I, like, yeah, if I remember correctly, he was, he was just like, it's like, yeah, this doesn't open until we're, yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I get. Lucky I mean, him, I, I, I lucky, guess. Lucky, get, well, not so lucky him. Well, lucky for a while. <laughs> lucky had a good run um, until uh, you know the train tracks caught him. Then, um, damn CEO guy. But you know they are isolated at the front of the train, and then here comes um, you know scene where they they get what's coming to them, and the mom mentality plot line comes to an end, where the one person with a conscience still turns on them because that's the right thing it's not the right thing to do yeah obviously but talking about the old lady old lady yeah, yeah. The old lady now so that's the conscience of the viewers getting what they des- deserve basically mm-hmm. and you know the villains getting what they deserve except for <laughs> that some bitch that one <laughs> yeah. except for that some bitch who's in a he's in a bathroom <laughs> doesn't die with his conductor friend and um, that was a tw- that was a turn. I kind of thought they were gonna die right there. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that would have been like poetic justice. Yeah, would have <laughs> been great and fine. And then they, you know, the rest of the movie kind of plays out as you would kind of expect it to. They're trying to get to the greener grasses on the other side. Mm-hmm. They get to Busan, and um, there's a whole train crash sequence where we do meet the end of the uh, our drifter friend, drifter friend who uh, he sacrificed. He sacrificed himself. himself. It's kind of crazy. Like, two trains, like, didn't crush all these people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> perfectly up in a cinematic, uh, perfect uh, thing there. But, um, that's... It made for a lovely set. It did make for a lovely set that it seemed very <laughs> expensive, to be honest. <laughs> We're going to buy two trains and just, like, destroy them. Look, if you got two trains, might as well just smash them together. That's true. You might as well. So, Drifter Friend goes away, and then, uh, we figure out that... I guess this guy is trapped in a bathroom and the conductor can't find a way to the next train. Then he finds a way to the next train. I don't know why I'm talking about the whole plot. But eventually <laughs> they get to Busan. Right? Yeah. And um, it's a final showdown, as is with most films. Uh, antagonist douche dead against villainous corporate billionaire. In a sad scene where, you know, corporate billionaire does meet his end, which mm. is... They humanized the villain. Yeah, they they did a thing right at the end, which yeah. I, I I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Well, like like I, I mean, like no character was more consistent than the than the scummy CEO. He literally yeah. was introduced, being like, "I have to get to Busan like right now." Yeah, yeah. And and like having his final words be like, "I have to get to Busan because of my mom," was yeah. like was super dope. Yeah, it was it was really refreshing because they they built him up so well to be this douchey guy, and I really like when movies can find the human humanization of an antagonist like that yeah even if it just for like a second at the end in mecha crazy zombie where he had full consciousness somehow a, yeah. a, like a more cynical view would be like it's kind of cheap to have him be like no i'm just trying to like save my mom or whatever uh. but but it felt so good to 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 have like a like a like a good reason for him to be such mm. such a self-serving yeah. asshole yeah and once again there's a lot of things in this movie that could have came off like... Oh, yeah. yeah. But the movie earned... like It earned it once again. It earned the right to do that little line, which moved people. It didn't move people, but it added this extra element. It, it moved me. Shut your mouth. Don't <laughs> um, and then there's a very, very touchy scene at the end of the film when our main protagonist, Douche Dad... Um, no longer Douche Dad. No, no, he has become undouched. He's, tra- he's transcended douche. <laughs> he's transcended the douchery of it all um, on the train to... Uh, oh, fuck, you, you already used Buscemi. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> um, 
Just in case I, you guys should were... I have saved the gold yeah, for the end of the, the show? Like... Yeah. <laughs> um, Belichick. Uh, <laughs> Bring some sports into this one. Um, just in case you guys are wondering, the name of the character of the Drifter was Homeless Man. <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, he didn't homeless even get a... Man. He didn't even get a name. That's... Wow. He didn't even get a freaking name. You know what? Fine. He didn't need one. <laughs> no, he didn't. Like, he was great. He was one of our heroes, and he didn't need a name. He was just... He was just that guy you could rely on eventually. And the name of the following conductor guy was Train Team Leader. So I don't really know. They didn't give everybody names. It's fine. Yeah. You don't always give all your NPC names. You just kind of go with it. Um, but all in all, you know, the, the end of the movie, they, they kind of get to a place where it could have gone one way or another. I could have seen it going full Dawn of the Dead. You get to the island and it's just straight up overrun. Oh yeah! Obviously, your dog is dead. It shouldn't uh. have ran in there. In <laughs> um, the touching scene where basically they walk into this military camp, which yeah. they're all alive still, which is real nice. Mm. And um, the thing that saves them is the song that the daughter sings mm. um, for her dad. Yeah. Who basically had an entire plot storyline itself between the relationship between the father and the daughter mm -hmm. and it was a nice wrap of it all up right there and all in all like i said train to uh, whatever i can't think of the name i on the fly train to baba booey train to baba booey um it is a movie that i highly recommend i think this movie I, the fact that i hadn't heard anything about it is why I'm so passionate to talk about this movie right now. Because mm. I think people should talk about this movie. Mm. In the Western audiences, people should be seeing this movie over... There's a movie coming out this week that I'll do a review on, not because I want to, called The Countdown, which is like an STX film about uh, this woman gets an app and tells her she's dying in three days and there's a boogeyman. <laughs> there, there's movies like that that people will, in the Western audience will go out and see. Mm -hmm. Whereas there's also films like this scattered throughout all cultures. It is not just South Korea that puts out horror films that are mm -hmm. fantastic. China puts out a lot of great films. You look at a lot of our current, um, or not, I guess they're not current now, but you look at our franchises right now with The Ring, The Grudge, all these. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly where they came from. They're mm -hmm. more of the Asian countries over there, though. Yeah. All that lore, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it's really cool to see a movie like Trained. I'm going to go with Bashemi this time because <laughs> I think that was the winner of the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's great to see movies like this, and I highly recommend you go out and watch it. Chelsea, do you have anything else to say about Trained to Bashemi? <laughs> Pretty much to piggyback off you, I highly recommend this movie as well. I will admit. I did find um, the first, like, 30 minutes a bit slow when they were trying to, I guess, build up, essentially. Which, you know, it was needed because they had to yeah, kind yeah. of level out before the absurdity happened. Yeah, there was a good part of the movie where yeah. you just didn't really like anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't like, like anyone. Like, I don't like the main character. Uh -huh. The daughter's kind of smimey up a little bit. Yeah. Um, this douchebag billionaire guy is annoying. Mm. Like even Mr. Muscles wasn't great in his in his like yeah, his first scene. How did we meet he just Mr. Muscles again. I he heard... was outside the bathroom because his wife was like she was. Oh, and I he thought, like shooed the girl it's away. It's not what I thought it was at all. I thought somebody was like getting. What's what's. It's the Mile High Club, and what's the oh, train club? Is it like uh, the, the, the bottom level club? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought something like that was happening in there, and he was like a bodyguard. It just yeah. It's, it's great. It was cool to see. It was just his wife. Yeah, yeah. it was time. just his wife. Yeah. No, but I, but I, but I highly recommend it. I was recommended by a friend a few years ago, but I didn't 
watch it until now. And I, kind of like what we were saying, it does in a lot of way play on like so many of like the tropes we've seen in zombie movies, but it executes them so well mm -hmm. that I thought it was just really, really well done. And yeah. I definitely want to see it again, and I do recommend it, definitely. Yeah. Okay, anything to say on this film? So... Okay. Okay. There's <laughs> scene. So what Gloves are uh, We didn't talk about this at all, but there's, there's so many scenes. I'm there's sorry. There's a there's a uh, a line, or, or or rather the the company that that uh, douche dad works for, or or whatever, yeah, is funding the company, like like the research lab that caused the outbreak. Yeah. And there's like a whole dramatic sequence where he's in a bathroom covered in blood and he's and he's talking to one of his subordinates who's like we caused this right we did we do this mm -hmm. and he's like uh and just like I, like like i think he just like hangs up he's, he's just like no we're fine and hangs up wow. and then literally washes blood off of his hands in in a scene that i was like i should hate this so much that's too direct that's so on the nose mm -hmm. why are you doing this fuck you mm -hmm. but i was just like there were like cartoon stars coming out of my eyes i was like this is fantastic mm -hmm. it like it shot the moon from being like too on the nose to like actually just wrapping around to being cool again mm -hmm. yeah and it was a real scene of humanity which it, was really really cool to see mm -hmm. um yeah and it very it's very it's very it very well could have gone one way or another yeah but I, I can't believe I forgot that scene. It's a very, very... It's one of the realest scenes, for sure, in the whole movie, mm -hmm. um, realistically. It's almost too much. Or maybe it is so much that it's not... That it's, like, fine. Yeah. I can't... I cannot decide. can't figure it out. I, 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 now that I think about it, I think, like, the voice of the guy on the phone coming to the realization of what might be going on mm -hmm. in, in a real sense of, like, moment of humanity, um, I kind of see that... Well, that might be where Douche Dad kind of had a different turn for me, for sure. Um... But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this scene. I, I also really enjoy the fact that, like, uh, okay, like, season two of The Walking Dead is garbage, and <laughs> really most of The Walking Dead is garbage, uh -huh. but there, like, that whole scene is, or, or I mean, that whole season is, it, like, you have Rick, and then on, on, you know, he's got, like, an angel and devil thing on his shoulder, like, he, yep. he's got, he's got Dale and he's got Shane, yeah, and they're Shane. both, they're both, like, two sides of Rick, kind of, mm. like, having shit out. And, mm -hmm. like, for Train to Busan, they're, like, 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 Douche Dad has the CEO side is his more, like, selfish side. As he, like, he straight up abandons uh, a couple of people in mm. the, in, in the first stop. For sure, yeah. And, and he basically is just walking the same path or whatever as yeah. that guy. And is only pulled out of it by, um, by Mr. Muscles. Muscles. And it's, like, it's, like, we are just seeing that trope again of, like, of, of character is kind of reactionary and just or, or not reactionary but passive mm -hmm. and has these two influences working on him and ultimately of course the the good side wins out but like when i realized that that the evil ceo guy was just the logical conclusion of douche dad's current state of mind mm -hmm. was incredible yeah that's definitely something i saw throughout as well yeah. um, i love it I, it's great <laughs> i love the movie it's great movie Anyway, guys, well, this uh, this is probably the longest roundtable that we are going to do, but this is also, I think, the movie with the most, um, I overuse the word gravitas, but, like, it's got the most to it, uh, moving parts-wise, the most technical aspects to it. 
Um, it's not. We're doing a lot of cult classics and stuff like that. But this one's a very well-made movie. Go out and check it out. Thank you for checking us out on the Aftertaste show today. Uh, check us out tomorrow for another episode of this Halloween roundtable. And uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>